0: So here we are out at sea. Here we are aboard a ghost ship on on the next on episode writing. of Riding the Wrong Way. <laughs> this episode, and I'm we're running out of clean the water. of Gregory Kamichik, yeah, author, so, illustrator. So before we figured out how to use the microphone properly, we were talking kind about of the ghost ran away. The ghost, <laughs> the ghost of my of Jesse Taylor, a daughter extraordinaire. Yeah, we were talking about
1: if She's, we were ghosts, what would we? What reason would we
0: haunt? Yeah, what would be the unfinished business where you would come back as a ghost, I guess, to try to finish your business? And maybe... Do you know what you would be, Greg?
1: I don't know. I'm feeling lately... I agree, I should say. And it ties to, like, something we talked about that we might talk about on the podcast, is that I feel like you would want to come back and give advice to your children. I think I would be that ghost. (laughs) I'd be the ghost that, like, is creaking (laughs) down the (laughs) stairs. It's like... And tells the kid the thing that he didn't get a chance to tell them before they died. I think that's what we'd be. No, like,
2: don't open that door.
1: Yeah, don't <laughs> open that door. Or, uh... <laughs> don't open that door. Or more like, um... The guy behind it is going to kill yeah. you. All <laughs> like criticism comes from a place of insecurity, right? <laughs> You're just like... you would. And your creepy ghost voice. Yeah, that's, that's... I feel like my creepy ghost voice I need work on. I need to work on. Yeah. Do you think it's hollow like that because... They're like shouting from the great beyond or because if they don't have a creepy ghost voice, no one will listen. Well, I was going to ask you that. Do you think your kids, would they listen to the to you? Well, you know, this the funny the... thing is, is by the time your ghost got enough prominence that they'd return to the place of your death to listen. They'd grow up past the point of needing any
0: of that advice. Probably. See, I find that um, Jesse's. You know, generally listens when I give her. Generally listens when I give her advice or tell her things. But at the same time, at least in your, I don't tell presence. her a whole lot or give her a ton of advice because I'm very careful not to do it too much, or maybe she'll stop listening. Wow. <laughs> Does that make sense? You know, I've yep. always tried. To, you know, I don't. I've always tried to be a bit more. Um, do you have advice like that you give yourself? Not give a lot of unsolicited advice, if that makes sense. Right. Do you get, Do you have advice that you give yourself?
1: That I do now? Or? Yeah, like right now. Do you have advice that you give yourself? Like my past self or what I no, what I try self. to remember right now? Yeah. You know, like a present day advice we call, or you can call like a mantra, right? Like a present sure. day piece of advice you're trying to give yourself is some idea that you meditate on or that you try to project. It's
0: a good question. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think the thing I just always try to remember uh, is that you know, it's not necessarily, things aren't necessarily going to go as bad as I think they might go. (laughs) Or like, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I I know I have certain tendencies and I try to remind myself that I have certain tendencies. So like, I tend to worry about things. So if I find myself worrying about something, I try to remind myself that often I worry. Yeah, I'm a worried person. (laughs) So, you know, maybe, you know, Stop worrying so much. You know what I mean. Like I should like be, or like if I'm editing, just bring back to writing for a second. Like if, when I'm writing and editing, what I try to do is I think, okay, I remind myself, what are my problems as a writer? <laughs> what yeah. am I bad at? Like look for that. Yeah, when What are you're editing, consistent
1: feedback you get? Like I don't smell
0: talking. very well. For example, I don't have a very good sense of smell. Like you so, personally, I personally don't have a very good sense of smell, and so. Oh, so it's absent from your descriptions. Yes. So I'll go in and, like, remind myself when I do descriptions to add smells in. <laughs> Does that so
1: make sense? So any olfactory descriptions write... in your stories are a lie? Is that what you're
2: saying? i all
0: your characters as having, like, no sense of smell. Yeah, All right. Well,
2: That's the cheating
0: way. That's the cheating way. Just writing what you know. But but what I... <laughs> well, I think in general that's, like, how I try to encroach it. Whether it's, like, a, a specific thing like the craft of writing or, like, a deeper thing like... You know, know life lessons. I try to just remind myself: what are my tendencies? Who I'm, am I? you know? And like, what should I maybe think twice about? In terms of like, just just because my daughter's here, like in terms of like, you know, having a daughter, uh, you know, or whatever. Like, one thing I always yeah. try to remind myself. Well, too, but I'm just saying like, but you're grown specific, up enough because like you're old listen. enough. Like at different ages and things. Like, like one thing I always try to remind I'm myself clear. of with her was. Just, like, I would always think back to, like, my relationship with my dad. And I would think, well, what did I like in it? What did I not like? What did I wish he had done differently? Like, a really simple thing is clothes shopping. I hated clothes shopping with my dad. So I really, like, tried to engineer clothes shopping with, like, Jesse as, like, a, a good experience.
1: <laughs> so you, know you learned what not to do
0: in yeah. respect and then tried and, to and do the opposite. In a lot of respects, like, I would think to, like, what did really upset me? Like, you know, and I'm, I'm not going to always do the right thing or anything, but I would try to, like, be really mindful about certain things like that. It's funny
1: you say that because uh, I've been thinking about that lately. Um, you know, I have, uh, you have an 8-year-old and a 10-year-old, and they're into different stuff, but the stuff they're into, I try to make a conscious effort to actually pay attention yeah. to the nuances of, the thing they're into you know like we want I've had some really long in-depth conversations about Skylanders not because I (laughs) care about Skylanders but because they do Mm -hmm. and that's something that like my dad is a good dad and he was pretty he was pretty attentive while I was growing up but the one thing he didn't do is things that were outside of his interest he never delved into with me and it's one thing that for me, I was always like, oh man, I was really into this. I would have liked to have talked to you and got your perspective on it. So when yeah. my kids are asking me my perspective on whether or not I think, you know, this character or that character should have this power or that power set, <laughs> I, I try to actually pay That's attention. It's a ship's dog. Right. Not because, uh, you know, the, the nuances of this video game are important in the broad strokes, but communicating about a thing that someone
0: is interested in. That is important. That's an important. Well, story. we we were just listening to Miley Cyrus in the car. Like I remember back when she was into Hannah Montana, and I was like, "Fucking Hannah Montana, what is this shit?" But you know what? I was like, "You know what? I'll listen to it." I just whatever like the
2: show I never listened to
0: her. But you had you had a record of hers. You played sometimes. But it. But it. Oh, it's know. Truth Talk here. But you anyway, should, um, if you guys right, can see. Jessie but the, is the point is, is um, my Cyrus is great. <laughs> like if you actually listen to it, she's super talented. She's awesome. She's got some great country songs. Just not to my taste. But you should hear some of her, like, I don't like every Malas song, but like, you know.
1: No, but this is what I'm saying. Is like, it was one you, of those things where You like, figure that out as you get older, like, um, as much as maybe Skylanders is not to my taste, yeah. right? Because it's designed for eight and ten-year-olds. It is well designed. And the more you talk to them about it, you can see what elements are there
0: that engaged with them. Yeah. And then you learn a little something about them,
2: yeah.
1: right?
0: Yeah, like we went to Kanye West together, and um, you know, I was one of those things. Is like I tried to just like stay stay up on what music was out, and not that I like all her music or anything, but like a lot of. Nor it, does you know, she like your music. I strongly uh-huh. suspect. Sure, but like there is a lot of music we like together, you know, partly because like I made an effort to not dislike it, you know, <laughs> like because I remember growing up, like that was a big thing. Was like. You know, it's like stuff that's important to me, like you say, like my music, whatever. And your parents just would be like, yeah, I don't get it. Don't care for it. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's not the biggest thing in the world necessarily, but it is like just another one of those things, right? Okay, but it is a big thing. Well, when
1: you're a teenager, it certainly is a bigger thing. That's right, because your world is that big. Your world is that size.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? And so you want someone to engage
0: with your world at that size. What's your mantra, Jesse, that you try to remind yourself kind of My mantra? Of? You're like you
2: you're Well
0: thing you try to keep in mind or remind yourself of or tell I heard yourself a
2: really good piece of advice today from a coworker. She said Um people should respond, not react. Sure. To situations. Yes. In, the, in, in the sense that like when you're faced with something difficult you should always See, like, how can I move with this rather than against? Right. And, like, to right. do things with caution and with empathy. Or
0: if you just think through it. And caring
2: rather than just to react. Right. And to react with That's a strong you know, piece of advice. Yeah. It's very yeah. interesting.
0: Yeah. I have, uh, yeah. But well, what's your unfinished business? So that's, you know. Oh, yeah. We're coming back your around, mind, around. But, like, what's your unfinished or, what would you go back and tell your. Well, right, group? I think
1: your unfinished business, if you're a Well, you roast. said your
0: unfinished business. Yes. Yeah. You know, it comes your
1: back around to like, the thing that you wish. What other pieces of advice would you give your.
2: Young self. Your
1: young self. I don't know about my young self, but I legit keep. What about this. you Jessie? Here's a funny
0: thing. <laughs> Jesse's 19. <laughs> like what would, child, you what a would you give your younger self? What child advice would you give? Jesse just finished her first up. year of university. Mm hmm. And she's a big nineteen year old girl. Yeah. And she's gonna go on a <laughs> <laughs> trip to Europe for a month. She's got lots of big That's gonna girl be hard things. on you, ah, Pop. She's gonna be a teen soon. I'm actually excited for this trip. I thought be I'd be more nervous soon, about her. are you gonna be not a teen yeah. soon? She's um, going to
2: be a teenager soon.
0: She's moving out of her teenager years uh, in January. She won't be a teenager anymore. So what would you tell your younger self as you as you like with the wisdom of like age my
2: self or move my towards 20? Well like whatever, I guess
0: either one I suppose who do you think would need the advice more at the, and what that, that you
1: could give them maybe the way to frame it is like what advice do you wish you had had sooner sure mm, that's, that's maybe a, a way better way to think of it yeah I keep a list of advice I wish I had had sooner well, why don't soon you start while well, Jesse thinks that. right and I keep adding to it every time I get a piece of I get something like, and it's long we can't, let's start with Greg's list What's, what I'll pick some favorites in here faves <laughs>
0: and, and while we think <clears throat> of our pieces of advice
1: uh, I'll try to find the ones in here that uh, feel the most like ancient wisdoms. like <laughs> when you're thirsty it's too late to start digging a well hmm. Hmm. Which, to me, is representative of my freelance career right now, right? Sure. It's like when you need the money, you can't then go looking for it. You have to have dug that well already right, so that sure. you can draw water from it, right? You need that client list. You need to have uh, a back catalog. You need to have a, a bunch of systems in place for which to draw the water.
0: What about specifically, because you not too long ago went full-time as a like freelancer, artist, writer, whatever you want Mm -hmm. to call yourself.
1: Specifically to that, you cannot influence the world by being just like
0: it. Mm. Mm. Sure. That was a big thing for your career specifically because you did, I think, like many people do, I think you you probably had a lot of advice to like, in terms of like, make your stuff more like normal stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah
1: constantly. Yeah. Why don't you do something more mainstream? Watch. Why don't you do something that everyone could read? Why don't you do something? And now I know that I should have asked those people who were not writers, give me an example of a book everyone can read yeah. to which there is no, there is no example. Right. Because everything is to somebody's taste.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. Like Miley Cyrus, hugely popular, not to my taste. Right? But that's not
0: either of our faults. Mm-hmm. Well, right? I always say you should divide the audience as fast as possible. Because <laughs> so, you that's, can't be somebody's favorite band unless you're somebody's least favorite band. But it's the same you should, piece you of seek advice. Should you your
2: haters first?
0: <laughs> Stick out your haters. I like that. But like, who is it? Some seek- rapper I was just wait, listening Wait, wait, wait. There's in there that I don't like, quite understand. They're here by that. <laughs> <Haters>. Seek out <laughs> your haters. Stick There's down some line it. in oh. by Drake or somebody where well, he says something like that. It's like his haters made him famous or you something.
2: Said you, should, you said you should split the audience as soon as possible. into people yeah. that dislike you and that like you.
0: That's how wage politics works. And it's why Donald Trump is president. seek out your out haters. And it's also why, like, artists but can be really successful honest. Would say seek out right? your haters. It's,
2: it's, seek out your haters. But I don't really know what I meant by that. I think, just,
0: I think it's the same piece of advice in a lot of ways. Yeah, so you you find just it's just it. a different way of framing it. It's like no. you find the people who <laughs> don't like, the thing is if somebody like, really hates your work.
2: I feel like it's easier to, I think it's easier to see who's not a good person in your life than it is. Just little, than it is to see who is. Just kind of like, Kind of like fans, too. It's easy to see.
0: It helps you either way, I think.
2: Who's not going to be helpful? Yeah, because people who
0: are
1: inspired by you are not necessarily the kind of people you would want to be yourself. Because, again, it's that idea that then you wouldn't have anything... To offer them. To offer them.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Fame is a mask that he. You know what I wish I had given <laughs> advice. I wish I had been given yeah. on a purely career level when I was young. I wish, I wish I hadn't been encouraged to have a backup plan. I wish I had really? not made a backup plan. Yeah. I'm so far behind. Well, what's yeah. your backup plan? S- my backup plan was to teach, and mm-hmm. I'm so far. I and now I'm scrambling to like eliminate teaching from my life, and backpedal from like the what career I had built teaching, because it's a. From pure career perspective, it's it's been a bad I plan. I should have been all in with my art. That's well, I should have starved and been all in with it, and I wouldn't. I would be in a better position now, and even in financial ways. Well,
1: and there's an interesting uh, bit. Uh, I don't know where I heard this uh, stat, but the internet could clarify it for anyone who's uh, that interested. But there is um, a statistical probability among acrobats they fall more often when there's a net.
2: Hmm. When there is a net? When When
1: there there is a net, net. they fall more often. But that's exactly And when you remove the net, there's, it's life or death now. (laughs) Right. So you don't make mistakes. There's this, there's this underlying uh, ease that your subconscious sets into
0: when you say to yourself, yeah, but what's the worst that could happen? But the other thing is you can get up when you're young you can get up faster so like even if i it had all failed me on a career level and i had totally it was a mistake and i had completely fallen and i shouldn't have been all in you might have known that by 25 i would have have done something else exactly yeah Yeah. and now i'm i've now i've realized oh i could have made a full-time career out of this i'm actually not as far from doing as i thought i was but I'm not there, and so and it's harder and harder to get there because now you have all the obligations.
1: See, but I see the flip of that. Well, I mean, but comic book land is a little bit different place. But you know, I've often, and I think a lot of us late bloomers uh, into the creative world do this. Uh, you pick a few people in the constellation of people you admire who started late in life, right? Like, sure. So Jack Kirby didn't start designing all the characters that you know and love now in the Marvel Universe until he was in his 40s. He was like 42, 43 when he first did Fantastic Four, right? Now, mm-hmm. he had been working in comics and working and grinding and doing the hard mm-hmm. work. It wasn't like he suddenly was like, oh, I guess all my comics down 40. But there's also this trajectory that you can put yourself on that takes time before you really hit your stride. And I mean, sure. he is well renowned now for making all the characters and all the hit franchise films that are out there now and comics and everything else, but he didn't get the credit or the money for them,
0: so. I like to say I'm a victim of my small success. (laughs) Where it's like, I've always, I kind of very fast got like a certain level of success where it wasn't like enough to sustain me, but it was like, it wasn't enough to, it was enough that I knew I shouldn't quit. But then like, all the administration of it <laughs> started to, like, creep into mm. my creative time, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do know. And now you. it's, like, this balancing act where it's very hard to... Um, now I have to, like, flip switches day per day. Like, am I going to do, like, non-creative work or do creative work? Like, I have to really cordon it off. And um, and I'm just, you know, depending on what, how much money I've got for this or for that, I, like, will do more or less. But it's, like, I find it is more of a balancing act now that I'm not... I'd have less time, you know, and I have. I need more money than I needed when I was young. Like that's the that that's think, the real thing. Is like you need more money when you're older. That's like, the pivot. I Anyone gotta,
1: who's listening to this podcast who is a young person, take those risks while well, you have no assets and you need almost no assets. Yeah. Right. Like, what do you need? You need a place to live. You can live cheap as can be when you're young, and you need to eat. You can eat cheap as can be when you're young. Right. If you can get into a spartan mindset and say like i'm gonna adopt this uh low-income lifestyle so that i can spend five six years honing my craft
0: other people do it just so they can be lazy and play xbox right that's a different thing yeah i mean it's never too late like you say uh but it's just it is easier to kind of make shifts like again even if you decide like hey i've been doing this thing and i'm done (laughs) or you know i want the normal day job or whatever like even if you decide that like there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like, I feel like it's yeah, you stability's more, fine if that's it's what you're easier after, yeah. to try things when you're yeah. younger and it's yeah. easier to see what, you, yeah. you know, and I think you should just but, try a lot of things. Personally, I think you should try a lot of things when you're younger so you can figure out what you're good at and what you're not good at. And it's never too late. And it's never too late to die happy. <laughs> so, like, you can so you can always crash. Right? You can change You can change, Try you can some, things change some things. And yeah, maybe it won't work. It's just easier to change directions. Won't. And yeah. just, you know, like you see, you know, it, it just is before you have like, I don't know, whatever else.
1: But incremental change is important. Uh, people get mm-hmm. into this, get yeah. it into their head that they need some huge, pivotal, life-altering event to change the direction of their lives or the creative yeah. practice. The truth is that even a tiny... Incremental change made every day, you know, like, um, yeah. or every, or even just every week, like on I a regular the, basis. Yeah. I stole yeah. this probably from a book that you lent me. It's the idea that
0: Atomic if apps, you make
1: a 1% yeah. change in your habits over the course of a day, that is imperceptible. But over the course of the year, you're 300
0: times better. Hmm. James Clear, Atomic Habits. So The author is James Clear on the Atomic us, yeah, like book, Atomic Habits. It's something I want to talk a lot about in a later podcast. I'm going to do like a lengthy discussion on that. Right. Whenever you give it back to me. I'm yeah, <laughs> do right. a lengthy discussion. I may have on to that get you a book. new copy. I'm not giving it back. But the other thing he says in that book, which is really interesting, I found is like exactly that idea of, he, he said he, he gets into like schedules and starting new habits and how to eliminate old habits. And one of the really interesting things he says is if you want to start a new habit, Again, like people always have this massive idea like say you want to write every day and that's your goal You want to write every day people will say i want to write an hour every day I want to write two hours every day and then they don't do it and they get discouraged and what he's what he says Like anything whether it's going to the gym or whatever you just start doing do for two minutes do for two minutes every day
1: So I was reading that chapter. I know you're talking about his habit stacking is what he calls it and I realized that I had inadvertently helped my writing career using this method of habit stacking without knowing that that's what it was called or that this was a psychological phenomenon. It just became a thing I did. Um, When my son was first born, my oldest son was first born, you know, I was out at the pharmacy late at night, a fair amount, right, to get things, to do things. And I would be waiting in line uh, at the 24-hour place and I would open my phone and I would write a sentence or two of a story. Hmm. And it turned into this habit that I have now, which is when I'm in line at certain kinds of lines, I have a story I write only in that line. So I have a story that I only write in line at the bank. Hmm. When I'm in line at the bank, I open that, I add a few sentences to that story. Uh, When I'm in line at the grocery store, I add a few sentences to the grocery store short story, right, and so on and so forth. And so what it means is, and the grocery store one, is the one I usually finish the first, right? <laughs> uh, but I find myself, sure. rather than, oh no, look at this lineup at the grocery store, grumble, grumble,
2: you turn lament into my day. life. You picked the I, longest line. I picked now. the <laughs> longest line, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. and I write the most, right? Sure. And it becomes this way of habit stacking. It's like a thing that is gonna happen in your week or in your day, no matter what, you use as a trigger for making an incremental change
0: concept I teach uh, when I do creative writing classes and stuff is that I, I tell them you know make a writing schedule when you're going to write you know in, in a regular week you know write this much time on Tuesday on Wednesday whatever and you know they'll write up their little schedule when they're planning to write and then I say throw that away <laughs> and now make your hell week schedule when the whole week is horrible and you go into it's going to hell your you know, boyfriend just broke up with you or whatever and your dog dies and like everything bad happens, when will you write that week? Yeah. And like that becomes your schedule. And you just do that. Yeah. And if you can do more than that, that's great. But if you can't do that, like you need to figure out like the basic well, thing so that you I mean. can like, maintain. So
1: that, that autonomic stacking of a little bit of writing, mm-hmm. this, now this works for me because no matter how busy or how awful or how hectic that week is, eventually we need groceries eventually i have to go to the bank eventually i have to go to the drugstore eventually those things come in and i'll get some writing time in no matter how hectic my week is
0: and you also just learn you can do things in like you can take 10 minutes and produce something
1: that you know if there was advice i could tell my younger self it's that uh you know when you meet that muse just Tell them that you're done. They could carry on with their life now because you don't need them anymore. Like (laughs) the idea that you should be in some kind of euphoric emotional state in order to produce. That's great if you're going to produce one perfect thing in your Mm -hmm. life. But I plan on being a creative professional, (laughs) meaning that I have to produce many things every day for the rest of my life. Right? So I have to show up to work whether I feel like it or not. Yeah, and produce things.
2: Well, like, that's something thing I find hard with writing is that I just... Like, it's, it's hard to accept that it's just not always perfect.
0: It's because you're a perfectionist. Yeah. Remember when she was really young, she would draw, like, a picture and then she'd throw it away because she colored outside the line or she wrote the letter backwards or something. And... Mm. Um, I mean, I've got those tendencies See, I just published those things. I've got those tendencies too. <laughs> it's, But it's like, you just have to get over to a certain point. Yeah. I still do it for certain things. Like, I'm doing my proofs in my book right now. Uh, the book coming out this fall. And like, yeah, I'll go over that like way more than another person might or way more than I need to. I'll change a lot of stuff in the proofs because I'm sec- – you shouldn't really change anything in the proofs. But I'll like make a lot of changes. I'm talking to my editor about like – okay, which page should this thing start on? Should we move this thing here? Like, I get very picky with it, and my publisher's been really... Like, there's a... Okay, here's an example. So there's... One of the poems is just a quote from Shakespeare. (laughs) The rest, It's like a sonnet, and the whole sonnet is basically erased, and it just has, like, this quote from Shakespeare as the ending couplet. And so the... But the way the quote works is it's just, like, a couple words on... Like, there are two lines in the original Shakespeare, and I'm just deleting... uh, And I'm just deleting, like... A bunch of this text, and then there's like a couple words left at the end of the line. So me and the editor are like, okay, let's find the like. Here's the exact words, and it's like she's like putting them in the document exactly how much space would be before this quotation mark comes in. Then she's like erasing it all and like maintaining precise that amount of space. It's like exactly the amount of space that would actually occupy the text. If it was there, but it's not there, Greg. Right. <laughs> like, that's the level of, like, perfectionism that, like, I'm interested in at that stage. But Me not. You can't ever get to that stage no.
1: otherwise. Yeah. yeah, I'm not interested in that level of pre- See, I find myself that if, if I let myself get hung up on those finer, like, really critical... I mean, and they are critical details, don't get me wrong. Uh, But they're only critical at that moment. But if I let myself get tangled up in them, I don't get anything done. I just spiral into the wrong state of mind. I just just let my errors be errors, and then hopefully we'll catch them all before they see print.
0: And if they don't, I'm already on to something else. I've broken up with it by then. See, I, see, I've been trying to get closer to where you are at, but I will maintain it like at this stage in this particular process, but like before that stage, it will serve me to, it will not serve me at all. Right. This is the only time when that perfectionism actually will serve me. See, other advice, I mean? uh, yeah. You have okay. to Yeah, know, it. yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah, but but, I, but that's a tendency again I, that I have towards this perfectionism and not getting things done and going on things endlessly and endlessly. I'll even say, I a, the, Jesse will tell you, I'll say the same shit over and over. Advice forward. that I've internalized <laughs> now, you know, the last five ten years, but that
1: I wish I had known twenty years ago is that other people's opinions of you
2: don't are their own business. Yeah, they're not yeah. your business;
1: they're, no, their, they're their business.
2: business. Not your business. So no.
1: who
0: cares, right? Like they're not. Yeah, sure. There are people that don't like you. Have you thought of? things you would say like a piece of advice you'd give your younger self
2: well I actually was about to say that exact thing yeah. it's like other people's opinions are none of your business I think and just that you know if there there are people that and not just people but like habits and places you spend your time and just like anything really that either add to your life or suck energy from your life and so, those things that suck like energy are not worth, you. like, you, you can only give so much in a day and in a week and in your life that it's, it's, there's no point in putting your energy into things that don't matter and that don't give back to you.
0: Or you don't, or that don't like.
2: give, give positivity in some way to something.
0: I'm not that place with social media now. I'm just like I wouldn't go on it anymore (laughs) because I just find it so draining. It can be draining, yeah, for sure. uh, in a while. I have a very different
1: relationship with it now than I did like even a few years
0: ago, for sure.
2: Just to let those things go. Yeah, like don't.
0: It is that place. Add
2: to your life.
0: And as you say, like um, there's like two sides of it, right? There's like people taking your energy, but there's also like you giving your energy to things. That don't need it. That that don't need it. The other
1: thing, uh, uh, how is it worded? If you don't want to be deceived, know what you are hungry for.
0: I've heard you say that before and I find
1: that interesting. And that is, you know, like in publishing, like if you scale it back, if you think of, I mean, we know dozens of people who were very disillusioned by their first publishing experience. And that's because they were hungry for the wrong part they were hungry for the fame that would come from being a national bestseller rather than hungry for making a book.
0: I know so many people... Or they, some other thing. It doesn't necessarily... mean, sometimes it's not the fame thing, but sometimes it is. But other times it's just they have an expectation and it's just not the right expectation, right? Like, But but I know so many people who... uh, They've done one amazing book and I don't think they'll ever do another one. Right. And they're often extremely talented people super smart often too very sensitive maybe a bit too much
1: see that sensitivity i think is related to their use of the muse it
0: depends on the right
1: p- they've yeah. figured out how to tap it and they've figured out that the writing they get from it or the creative effort they get from it is pure and good and exhilarating and wonderful like don't get me wrong when the muse shows up i love it but when the muse doesn't show up i can't not work right i have to also yeah. work that day
0: well the other thing is if you actually have been working for a while in any capacity what you realize at a certain point is you can't go back and look at like the story you wrote and figure out when you were inspired and when you weren't yeah yeah absolutely like objectively there's no difference yeah not to the reader not to the reader like yeah. to you the experience is different but yeah. like the material's not necessarily different you did a really great uh jesse did a really great um she just did a creative writing class, and she did some really great work for it. Like the stuff that I've seen, you saw that one story I showed you—a little short. Oh yeah, I did horror see story she yeah. wrote. <laughs> um, I like that one. Thanks. Yeah, it was excellent. But um, let me ask you a question because you were sending some work around. Did you get a response from your place yet? She finally submitted some work to uh, yeah,
2: like I got a real journal. And then other things I just have So you okay, got right. a rejection. Did, she did right. get a rejection.
0: I was going to say that's great. <laughs> no, that's I, awesome. How was it? What did it feel like to get the rejection? Did it bother you, or like, what was the re- I was your response? It? It? I, don't know,
2: I was kind of expecting it. So. I think
0: I told you to expect it. Now, it was a very good piece that could have been published, but you should always expect the rejection, right? I mean,
2: it's hard. Like, I find it's hard to respond to things in email. It's just it doesn't
0: seem real. It doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't real. feel like a real mm-hmm.
2: communicate. I don't know.
0: But it didn't like shatter your world. No. Even though you do. I I was
2: disappointed. Sure. But I wasn't.
0: Okay, but what was that
1: disappointment made of? (laughs) Or it's important (laughs) to know. I sense, but I almost
2: didn't want it published in that. Yeah. Like, I just. Because the piece that I had submitted to me, just like. I don't know, it was a piece that I was really proud of and that I really want to do something with, but that. I don't know, to me, like, I want to get it out there, but I just, in retrospect, I felt like to have it just in some magazine and people aren't even going to look at it, like, kind of, it's disappointing to me, even. that makes sense?
0: That's a very realistic way to look at it, because a lot of people will think, like, oh, everyone's going to see it if it's in this magazine. Yeah, Yeah, no. Not Not that you shouldn't try to get in this magazine.
2: It would have been a waste of I don't know. Well, I can't use it later. But you know what this I mean. This is
0: the a one. Waste. This yeah. is one thing she does get from me, which is yeah. You got you're well trained in a little nihilistic. The, the ambition, though, know. of like yeah, my I don't know. Maybe it's just a waste to give it to this <laughs> world <magazine. laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no. I could do so much bigger things with this. But
2: like, what? Can, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, what am I gonna? I don't
1: know. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I think um, I wished earlier I would accepted the idea that. Um submitting, being rejected, and being published in you know, any way you could get it was those were all made of the same stuff. Like the core thing that made all of them possible was writing every day. Yeah, mm-hmm. right,
0: regularly at least. Yeah. I think in terms of like that kind of thing, I wish um, I wish I had, somebody had told me <laughs> that, um, I need to just focus on the numbers. Like, I need to focus. It's a. Well, like on the work. I need account. to focus on like.
2: Really?
0: Turning out material, sending in terms of submitting work. I wish I should I should have like focused on like submitting work regularly. Like I've, you know, I've had so I've gone in fits and starts with submitting. Even when I've been very regular with writing, I've gone in fits and starts of finishing and submitting things. I should just always have been submitting things constantly. And when things come back to me, I should submit them again. And, you know, yeah, and it's easy to been... say that
1: it's, it's easy to say that I preach that on my own podcast, but the truth is, uh, your ego is, can be a fragile thing and you're not yet ready to have that feedback. Once you've just finished a thing. Sometimes you just want to be like, okay, I did that. Yeah. That's
0: enough. I'm glad I wrote it, but I'll forget that I even wrote it. So I just been keep doing going. That. Right. Well, I went like, through I'll find stuff I never submitted
1: even. Yeah, I just uh, I just good. went through a uh, like the logic board of my computer went, so I was <laughs> oh, transferring yeah. stuff off the hard drive. Like I do backups regularly, but now that I have a new computer, it's like what to transfer from the old computer to the new one. And I found a whole bunch of writing I had completely forgotten I had ever undertaken. Like just reams of stuff. Um, and reading through, you know, some of it was awful. And some of it, but some of it was pretty good like you know unobjectively because I'm reading my own stuff so of course if I sure. think it's good that's one, only one thing but now I had this wealth of material which I had literally forgotten creating because I was creating stuff on such a regular um, for lack of a better way to describe it uninspired interval right it wasn't the muse and so I didn't remember it so fondly but as a practical piece of writing, they were some pretty good first drafts that once I read through them, I said, oh, if I
0: put some inspired moments into this, the work is done.
2: Right.
0: I find, even more simply than that, like, I wish that I had just a system so I knew, like, right now I'm, I'm trying to, like, put together uh, an inventory list of, like, I'm trying to, like, catalog, like, what writing have I done? What. <laughs> put it in a spreadsheet <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like where has it been published has it not been published like is it available to be published like I because when I did my will um, you know I'm fig- looking at my will I'm like how much money does Jesse get and all these you know, I'm like figuring it all out and I'm like my I had to get that th- part of my will which was like um, assigning
1: your intellectual property. Your
0: intellectual property. Yeah. Assigning it to like, so like, I forget how it sorts out, but more or less like she becomes, she gets control of it is right. what it boils down to at this point. Like you'll change when her siblings are older. But anyway, um, is my, the lawyer was like, well, where's your list of intellectual property? Right. <laughs> yes. And like. That's a good. He's like,
1: doesn't this need to be in the wheelie goes. But she should. Yeah, right. So <laughs> like a <laughs> pras- one practical side is that if you're submitting things regularly, then you at least have those because you have that list of rejections. Or, or if you're publishing have a box regularly, where you have is those. in that
0: box or, so, right. or whatever. Yeah, in the red box. But it's just in the. This is the problem with the cloud or whatever. Like it's it's in your laptop or it's in your. It's just everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. It's even it's on the computer. Like I can't find it half the time right? because you know I've just changed my system so much it's so like now I'm in the point where now I kind of know how to make a system that works and how to like put a process together right. but it's almost like McDonald's like I wish I had a process that I could show another person so like they could submit like why not like hire a virtual assistant for 10 bucks an hour or whatever it is to submit my work around right why don't you do that because I don't have a pro, I don't have any list of it. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, do you mean I don't have a process in place where I could mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, pay Jesse if she you know doesn't have enough hours at work, pay her <laughs> to like submit my work around, and I would still make money or whatever. Like right. I should be able to offload it because at some point in life, you're dead, <laughs> and like, what do you like? That's true. From, but from like a pers- business perspective, like on the ghost ship. Like what do people do with like your stuff? Like you got here's oh, of, it. your stuff. Throw it all out. Start again. That's fine for some things, but for other things, like you know, if you're thinking about like leaving a inheritance to your children or something, like right. it is a thing where you want to consider. Like, well, what, what value does What you're suggesting this have? is because you'll be a writer, the only inheritance you will have will be your wife <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Do you know, what the Canada tax law, Stephen Harper changed it, and now it says in the tax law that the government of Canada recognizes that an artist may never profit. Until in, after, in their lifetime, <laughs> so you know, you don't unlike other small businesses, you don't have to show reasonable expectation of profit. Excellent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's actually an interesting. You know, it's a harsh indictment of the creative life, but it's it's rare when a bureaucracy will recognize the futility of another thing. Since the bureaucracy runs on futility, yeah. mm-hmm. they usually just, it's like the elephant in the room, they just don't address futility. Those are two good things that Stephen Harper did, was he changed the tax code in that respect. And, and he, he also, brought back sweater vests. Well, Like he <laughs> He, he popularized things. sweater get vests again, I think, right? And also... Um, and staring right at the camera. Scholarships are not
0: taxable income. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Other than that, though, a good, like, other than that... I'm not a. Oh,
2: they
0: were. I I wrote this poem about Stephen Harper. Jesse's favorite poem in my new book is. was is my
2: favorite
0: or about, it least favorite. That was you said. Is it my favorite or, or my least, least favorite? Favorite. <laughs> 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 um, you remember. said it was a perfect poem, and yeah, I shouldn't change a word. Okay. Your least favorite, I probably took out that, of the There was the another poem,
2: one that was like book. Canadian related that I didn't like
0: as much. Yeah, you didn't like as much as I did.
1: Another piece of advice I found on my list here that is pertinent to you, I think horror movies that rip off the shark from Jaws are <laughs> ripping off the wrong thing. Yeah, you're exactly right. we tell about never a horror. I saw
2: Jaws, so I don't really get that.
1: Well, well so I Jaws is, you know, if, if, if I were to ask you what is Jaws about, I bet you could tell me.
2: It's not a shark.
1: Right? That does what?
2: Eats people
1: at the beach. Eats people at the beach, right. But what Jaws is really about is about a family torn up by divorce that is trying to find its way in this new territory. And a Mm -hmm. shark happens to interrupt their summer, right? When you're ripping off Jaws, you should be ripping off the human moments. You should be looking at that script and saying, okay, a giant shark eating people is dumb. You're not (laughs) going to get people to like or understand that what you have to get them to like or understand are the people he's going to eat.
2: Connections. Right? Connect
1: with those people first. Like those people a lot. Man, that dad is such a good dad. He believes so strongly in the love he has for his family Mm -hmm. that when he's out on that water, he has something to risk that you can connect to. Right? Don't rip off the wrong thing. And I spent like, you know, from like 15 to 25 writing monster stories that were trying to make great monsters instead of trying to make great people for the monsters to eat.
0: (laughs) That is something I wish I kind of had known sooner was that the content, like what the thing is about doesn't matter so much. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, the form is so... of of such overriding importance. Like, what's more important than so much... Like, in a comic book, one of the most important things is when you turn the page. Right. Like, that's the sort of thing that I wish I'd understood when I was younger. It's like that so much of it is the structure. I find when I'm editing, this is... Even when I'm just hired to edit, like, and look at somebody else's work, like... Almost all the mistakes are structural mistakes. They're these invisible things that you can't just see because they're not the words on the page. There's some, like, way that the words are... Like, it's the way that the story is laid out or it's the way that the page is arranged. Or even just, like, the the default setting.
2: Like, just even basically... Like, essay is, like, just getting through school. Yeah. (laughs) Is recognizing
0: structure underneath, yeah. Well, she really... uh, is good at, got good at writing essays. Part of it was that she, she, you you can see it clicking, she's always been very good at like structural stuff. Once you get the structure of an essay, like an essay,
1: an academic essay, they're actually not hard at all. It's actually, it's frightening. Just
2: the research. Yeah, that the
1: labor is actually in the research, not in the writing.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Way back in, I forget what grade, probably grade Six, I think she um, did an essay on or a book especially review if
2: you huh? <laughs> especially if you do it all in one
0: night huh? is it especially if you do it all in one night? yeah there you go yeah she did a book review on for Odd and the Frost Giants by Neil Gaiman oh yeah which that was her favorite book at the time one. and um I remember like she wanted me to read it so I'm like reading through it and she had a a semicolon in it and I said like I go how do you no, know okay. how to use a semicolon?
2: you're very interrogated
0: she was like, uh, I don't know, did I do it wrong? I'm like, no, you did it right. I'm like, how'd you know to do it right? Like, did they teach you how to use semicolons in school and so on? And like, you know, but I was they like, they do not. Because I'm trying to teach university, I'm like, I'm trying to teach university students how to use semicolons. Yeah. And she's like in grade six using the semicolon right. And, she so didn't know how to explain. She doesn't anymore. She unlearned <laughs> it's it. It's just equal before and after.
1: The two statements have to be of equal validity before and after the semicolon. They have you, to be. Well, the simplest way though. to
0: remember it is what? Jessie? Now there's
2: so many rules. For What's the mean? simplest
0: way to remember whether you can use a semicolon? If you or can
2: not? substitute for a period.
0: That's right. If you can substitute it for a period, yeah. it which is, is correct. Greg it. it is. But I'm just you it's know your simplifying better. it. You're way for people at home. Um, Greg's getting, uh, giving <laughs> Who are just little. like Man The semicolons Really got me down Well but But what I'm saying but The point of the story is Like She She was always very good at, Like Just It clicked with her Like how the structure worked Oh like She didn't know Why she was right but She right. knew this was right You catch the structure Because well, She'd seen it enough In books or whatever Right like, oh, my So like her mind works well On that meta days. level Hmm?
2: I said, oh, my youthful
0: days. Your youthful days. Before they untaught you how to use semicolons. Yeah. But true. I find, like, that's, but that's, like, a hard thing to get, like, that's a lesson I wish I'd learned earlier, which was I got to kind of get out of my head a little bit and, like, second-guessing things and go with my gut a bit in terms Just of what feels like order. it's going to work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In your first draft, a What's semicolon can be wherever you want
2: yeah.
1: in the first draft.
2: And even start with a anyway. semicolon.
0: Yeah. But even just like, why would you use a semicolon versus a period? Like, because grammatically they have the same function. But like, one, structurally they they feel different. Like, there's different ways that it, you No, know but what I mean? to like,
1: correctly use a semicolon, the thing you say before getting, the semicolon should be equal in content to the thing after the semicolon. It should, should be stated in a different way.
0: You're getting confused with it.
1: No. The way you're phrasing it. Maybe the way I'm phrasing it, but, um, but it's two independent clauses. What's that? It's joining two independent clauses, independent like clauses, you. but the independent clauses should be equal.
0: They don't have to be grammatically, but you're right. Structurally, like it's yeah. more
1: elegant if they are. Equal. Yeah. Right. Why would you use it? Otherwise, Use a period Exactly. the only reason to use a semicolon. <laughs> you guys. No, I have not. Yeah, because it's I also taught writing. I... The only reason to use the semicolon, in my opinion, is for its elegance. If yeah. you're not going to equate the two things, Use a period. Because they're so separate. Right. The period separates, the semicolon connects. No, no, Samuel
0: Beckett has some quote about semicolons and why you shouldn't oh, use
1: them, but I forget what it was. I think we should talk about adverbs because you love those. Well,
0: but just back to the original <laughs> question.
2: No comment.
0: <laughs> yeah, no comment on adverbs. But back to the original, like. He thing, said quizzically. It's it just like I find so much of the writing I do now or like the way I think of writing now and editing is I just wish I had known sooner that what mattered the most was the reader's reaction and manipulating their reactions he's not carefully and not so much like but like that's where like you could use like words to just pace people or you could use like you know what I mean like you could use the white space on a page like in the, these proofs I'm going through like I say like there's a one part where my editor Alana she, um, she like, I've got like three editors on this book so Jesse was my first editor and then Susan Holbrook was the editor and then now I'm with Alana who's like Wilcox who like runs the press and is the main editor but Jesse was like the one who gave me the most feedback what's interesting about that to me song. is
1: because from your perspective the poem has to be interesting right, right. it won't get tangled up in the academic pursuit of whether or not this is a smart thing because you understand a convention or the long literary history of something if a person who has not spent a long time studying literature reads a poem that is difficult or esoteric and finds it interesting it well, survived the first culling it survives at a very important
0: step right my first stage of editing like i had her do which you know where she started you know editing this book with me was i made her just read each page. Maybe turn and it And just off. turn... You can turn those. You know, no, like okay. but, I'm
2: fine. But I,
0: but I gave her, like, <laughs> manuscripts. You know, these... I forget how many poems. Like, 100 poems or whatever it is. And I'm like, just put, you know, check marks, X's, or question marks. Right. No other commentary.
1: So I have a question for you, then, about okay. your father's writing. <laughs> Do you even like it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't that. No, 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 no. I don't no, care no, no. if people like it. No, no, no. What is something that you see consistent in his writing that you That's can recognize specific. as being stylistically consistent? What's something he always does? Consistent? Yeah, like, what does he always I, do? What's something he always does you, know this, as his
0: daughter, would say, like, oh, yeah, my dad always does this? I feel like I don't have a consistent style, so I'm very curious about this really? answer, actually, yeah.
1: The way she said really tells me that you do. I'm sure I do. You just don't think you do. You
2: write about, right about, like... Nightmares often.
1: <laughs> dying. Nightmares and dying.
2: Nightmares and dying. <laughs> right.
1: like, which loops back to the beginning of our conversation about you being a warrior, accepting that you're a warrior. Right? But you have to remember <laughs> that your worries, <laughs> Nightmares and dying. right? Your worries and your hopes are made <laughs> the of the same stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're both imaginary. What you worry about and what you hope for, neither of them have happened yet. Mm. So you it's can like pick which one you're going to do. Well things I
0: worry most things I worry about never do happen anyway.
1: Yeah they don't mm-hmm. most totally, things you wish yeah. for don't happen either. But if you spend more time wishing and less time worrying, you be generally happy. Better
2: outcome.
0: Yeah. Do you think style... that's a content thing Do you think style I do a stylistic thing? Oh, stylistic? I don't know if I have a consistent style. I think maybe. No, like I mean sure so there's thing. there's tricks that I use. I
2: don't know how to identify what I'm thinking of right
0: now. No if it comes to you
1: I do you think I have oh, you yeah, haven't yeah. read as much of my you stuff yeah I've read more I, well, I probably haven't read as much as I've only read the stuff that survived to publication in most cases yeah like she's right? read on books she's read stuff. the she's a lot of it yeah but I find that your stuff she sure read
0: the YA novel I wrote, which nobody has read
1: um, if there is a established convention within a genre you try to immediately subvert mm-hmm. it in, like, oh, two yeah. or three breaths. Yeah. Sure. Right? Like, to address that? that it exists and then flip it over. Like, clock fire is a great I'll example. do
0: in that order, right?
2: You like to state something and then, like, state it backwards.
0: Yes. Sure, that's interesting. And then yeah. kind
2: of, yeah. Like, but So it's, like, almost a repetition.
1: Yeah, it's true. You stuff. do. You like play with subject and predicate. Like, you
2: very, yeah. you, like, You turn the predicate peaks.
1: into the subject and the subject into the predicate
0: Bird. in... I think in an example. I get I'll get edits like this, like edit comments like this a lot, where people uh, editors will come to me and they'll be like, you know, you're not using a question mark here, but normally a person would use a question mark.
1: Yeah, and you're it making seems a like that's
0: intentional. Yeah, like I have a line in Politics of Knives where the poem, the Politics of Knives ends with, "What to do when the sheep elect wolves," and then it's a period. Right. As if, like, this was everything you read before is what we should do when right. sheep elect wolves. But normally, that'd be a question. And, like, I like to do, yeah, th- yeah that like sort of thing.
2: Structurally undo the structure. Mm
0: hmm. That's mm-hmm. a good way to put mm-hmm. it, yeah. I never thought right. about that way, but I think you're right. I think that's exactly what I do. That's a very, that's a great way to put it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I try to do it, I try to be
0: sparing with
1: it, though, too. Right. Cause so, in 100 poems, in 100 poems, that you read, how many of them ended up in the book? I mean, I can't remember how many poems are in the book. Right, but
0: but um, like roughly, like half? It's 128 pages from front to end, so they're not all poems. I didn't
2: ask too many of them.
0: She asked a lot of them, she was really good. But you said not too many. (laughs) So that's his hurt ego. But okay, no, no, it it didn't bother me, I liked it. It, Although a couple of them I was paying to me my favorite comment is that I always go on about is, she, so like, initially when we were doing this, I just was like trying to like give her a non-demanding way to like one um, like ex poems that were about her that she didn't want in the book. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So yeah. it was like without yeah. telling me she didn't Video. want it.
2: You kind of freaked me out when you said that. I was like, Are there?
0: yeah, right. Well, I yeah.
2: But, but, like, but more, it like if it really. I but no. I then
0: I gave her like the opportunity without saying what it was. I gave her the opportunity without explaining herself. Yeah. To just to veto that veto any poem that she didn't think was good for without explaining why. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was, you know, surprised that she didn't uh, do that.
1: Ariel Gordon, who just uh, did Treat like she just released *Treed*. There's a, there's one. an essay in there where I am mentioned, and as a completely unnecessary but very much appreciated, she reached out to me to say like, I discuss you by name and by situation in this essay. Mm-hmm. If You know, it's gonna go to print in like three days. It occurs to me that I didn't ask you. That's nice. Mm. She was not required to ask me about an event she was party to, right? She was present. She was only telling her side of that event, but she gave me the opportunity to veto my appearance in that story. Um, Not necessary, but it did feel,
0: there was like that sense of power where you're like, I Mm. can edit my own life here. See, I felt if I went to Jesse and said, "There's points about you in this book. Are you? Do you want me to include them, or do you want me to cut them out?" I felt like if I said that, she—if she wanted them cut out, she would be afraid to tell me, because of whatever reason, she didn't want to like hurt my feelings or whatever. Were there ones <laughs> in there? But uh, <laughs> that you cut out. Okay. She did I don't think you ever even any about no. you. But 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 anyway, the way well, that I'm the not structure works I'm asking worked, you. Though, I'm asking her, and she's being I don't purposely.
2: Think so. You
0: don't I think, think so? I do you
1: remember? I don't really
2: remember two.
1: She vetoed a couple. That you remember two. Tell that me that those. She vetoed?
2: Well, no, two that were about me. At least that I knew were about me.
1: Oh, interesting. Did you, like, vehemently X any of them out? Were you like, God, I hate this poem? Yeah, I think there's only two that,
0: like, really explicitly. There's some that was, like, about my daughters or, was or whatever. it like, but
2: explicitly. Was about two or
0: three, me. yeah.
2: And then what was that, James Franklin one that i already heard? So it was like...
0: But I'm saying, like, um,.
2: I can't remember what the other
0: one was. The other one was, like. She hasn't read the book for a while. Mm. Are you doing this
1: because you hope she'll do that for you one day? Because you shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't. You should just write whatever you want
0: about your death.
2: I because it really interesting.
0: No, I just wanted um, to give her an easy way to like without saying that she didn't want the poem in the book. Just exit. Right. And okay. didn't have to explain why. Yeah. When it
1: comes back to you writing about your dad, so here's a piece of advice anyway, back onto your topic that I wish I had had when I was younger. It's that you have to write like your parents are dead.
2: Well, I recently, I've been recently interested in memoir more. Yeah. Kind of, be, and which never, I, I mean, I was before I, well, I took when I took the creative writing classes yeah. here with um, Dr. Schler. Sure. Uh, I mean, I think I said this to you one time before I took this class but I often the way that I think creatively if that makes sense like when I'm thinking about stories I want to tell or poems I'm writing like I often think of my experiences as if they're happening in the past oh. as if I'm looking back at them right even if they're like in the long past yeah even if, even yeah. if I'm making them up like I oh, often I, I think of them in past tense or like my my first drafts. Whoa, whoa I'm trying to wrap my head around test? that. I past tense. So when I I just I to me I guess that is memoir and like I never or just even create like creative memoir. Like but I that never, also
1: to me is so alien <laughs> and kind of brave. Like I write everything as if it's present. Like anything I'm yeah, making up, I, I try to write as my, if it's my happening exact, now.
2: My first drafts are often all like almost always past as if I'm looking back all the time
1: I feel like that takes more so, bravery
2: well I just and <laughs> I had never really thought of that as anything that could be really
1: it's just what came naturally
2: creative that just came yeah. naturally to me so when I yeah. started taking a creative writing class um and we started focusing on a memoir I find I'm starting to find that really interesting it's really interesting What you're but yeah. like like parents like that's such a huge yeah often like a, a yeah. very big creative like an opera there's a you can big me a block opportunity for people. there. But there's there's great opportunity in those relationships and those stories. That like there's a lot of fear there. There's so want to write about
1: them. I started this thing with my dad, where we have a notebook like a journal, and uh, I titled it. I gave it to him. I don't know how many years ago as a Father's Day present I think. And I just called it the Memory Palace. And so I wrote. I was writing as if he was dead. I was writing hmm. stories about him that I imagined he would never be able to read, like my remembrances of it. And then he would do the same thing, not under that constraint, he would just, you know, cause he's not a writer, he would just write. And we trade, every now and then we trade this journal and so he'll write five or six things he remembered about me growing up and I'll write five or six things about my memory of him. And it goes back and forth as this kind of living memoir, but in order to have the, in order to be able to do it, because at first I was like, oh man, this is a nice idea, but I can't.
2: You have to get past... I had to get past the
1: idea that I would have this conflict, because memory is is a construct, it's, it's right?
2: So, and it's so subjective. And everyone's got and their
1: yeah, subjective
0: yeah. point of view packed. on the same stuff.
2: Emotionally Yeah. And stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I was shy away. I, this new book of mine coming out, The National Gallery, it's very um, weird for me because uh, I was... Ariel Gordon, actually, who you just mentioned, She's started doing an interview with me about it. And one of the questions she asked is like, what was your goal with this book? Like, what were you trying to do differently with this book and whatever? And I thought about it, like, what I was really trying to do differently with this book is I was or trying to write a normal book.
1: Is, just write a normal book.
0: <laughs> well, I was trying to do, oh. or not a normal book, but, like, I was trying to, not normal, but I was trying to do the things that I shy away from. Like, what I, like, in my poetry, my joke is that I try not, my joke about my poetry is um, I don't write about my feelings much because I feel like as a straight white male, age, you know, yeah. 35 to 45. Yeah, who cares? It, my opinions are <laughs> representing the culture. Yeah, they're already like there. You yeah. want to know how I feel? Go buy someone else's poetry book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the same time, so one of the things I decided, though, with this book was without being normal and boring about it. P.S., that should be the title of your next poetry book. Without being but, but like, I just, normal but like, and
2: boring about it.
0: But I decided to be, like, a bit bad. more direct about, like, you know, my emotional experience of certain things like specifically a lot of this book is about like being a father um yeah but it, in my twisted weird way where i'm running about Leatherface or something <laughs> but like i try to be a bit more direct they about
1: certain things
2: creepiness.
0: well that was like yeah anyway. okay but okay
1: so we want to talk fine.
2: about it <laughs> Read me we're
1: of but that age <laughs> we're of that same vintage now where i think there's a like there's a watershed moment where you're making fiction just to prove you can make it, <laughs> right? Like just to prove that you can make a book, and then once you've made some books, and you kind of tip over this age point, like you know, we're both in our forties, where it's like, oh, I'll be in my forties, not yet. Great. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm a little this older this than you. This
0: November, I'll be. Yeah. 40. Okay.
1: You're basically forty. Yeah. You're forty now, and here you are in that <laughs> place I'm 40. where you think about, I'll be, s- if this I'm is the last on. book I wrote. What does it say?
0: Well, and but uh, I also have just been thinking. I have been thinking about not like, but that's a actually a thing pressure. that's in the book. <laughs> but like I've been think. I mean, I've already written another book that's going to be published and everything, so it's not exactly that same thing. But it's it's that that idea, right? Like, it's that idea of like I want to do a lot of the things that I've kind of been sh- not doing in my work. Like I wanted to like be a bit more like things. I like code. I try to not code. Right. If that yeah. makes. like yeah. a lot of it's still very coded. Yeah. But like, I try just to be a bit more. F- um, what do you mean coded? I mean, like, I, t- I tend like to like bury like, everything under metaphors. Like it's,
2: oh, just being like us.
0: So I'm f- still pretty metaphor heavy, but like yeah, every like once in so a while come to books, say it's something.
1: The, it's the if this then that. Like so it's like if I if I accept that every time he mentions the sea, he's actually talking about his father. Yeah.
0: Those kind of. just be a bit more like like skip the. if Yeah. Yeah, like, I'll just say, like, flat. Like, so I didn't want to be too confessional about things because I think it's boring for me to, like, to do that kind of thing. But I wanted to, like, have moments yeah, I'm where I was like just being a bit more direct.
2: More, that more. That.
0: But I think for you it is more interesting, if that makes sense.
1: Well, you're looking into... So, Again, in a like, lot of ways... I'm just some old white dude. Well, here's the thing, right? In a lot of ways, your dad and I, anything that we might have to say we've already decided about and now we're figuring out how to say you're looking at a future
2: what I want to say yeah and
1: trying to like decide what shape it's going to have and what you can say about it like man I I wasted my writing years that were made of that stuff (laughs) right no it's good you're already doing the right thing Right, in that you're chosen to explore it. I didn't make that choice to explore those
0: things. Mm. Right? Yeah, like that is another area where I feel like I'm. I don't want to like be in that mode all the time, but I feel like I'm kind of catching up a little bit, Mm -hmm. like doing the kind of writing that maybe I should have done when I was like 20 or 30. Well,
1: I've tried to make some effort lately, and by lately I mean like in the last decade, to write things for specific people in my family or to my loved ones that are just for them they're not for publication they're not yeah. for whatever but they are in some regards confessional like they are about you know they're the kind of stuff that are about my emotions that are about how I really felt at that time About mm-hmm. so that they really know you know you
2: have something to leave mm-hmm. yeah
1: or at least you said it
2: mm-hmm.
1: so that if that pile of books in the storeroom falls on me I'm not like oh I wish I had said <laughs> that thing
0: right Tough life. It is <laughs> a tough the life. Of books falls and you're in the ghost ship. <laughs> in the ghost ship. <laughs> Creaking. That's the problem with all the swing in the ghost ship.
1: Uh, oh, here's one. Here's a maybe. I don't know how much time we have, but we here's the last thing. Promises are wishes we both want to believe in.
0: I feel like it's more of a hallmark moment, but no. I do like it. <laughs> it's true. Is it it's true. true. Well, explain, that unpack that one for me. Unpack that one. Because
1: Promises are wishes we both want to believe in.
2: You can't, okay I see no I get it
1: you can't you can't get it now yeah. right but you promise and it's just a wish yeah. and wishes is you know you shit in it's one hard. hand you wish in the other to... <laughs> right one of them will fill
0: up hmm. huh that's what right
2: and do your best to will it
0: yeah but you can't you know I'm trying to think of my best bit of wisdom yeah <laughs> you know? yes. well it's hard it is hard well, I
2: right? you asked me about my mantra earlier my mantra. yeah your mantra. I just My mantra didn't really apply at the moment. My mantra was like pretty... I don't know. It's kind of lame.
1: Is it, though? I, don't, I doubt it. Mantra. It's your mantra. If it works...
2: mine's just the sun will always rise again. Like is
1: not lame. You know. But I,
2: it's like...
0: Well, it's, kind of, it's, it's actually... Like the sun, I do
2: You know? <laughs>
0: well, it's close to... to yeah. I like to... The thing I always come back to is um, this too shall pass. Like, that's yeah, right. my favorite yeah. thing. like well, uh,
2: mine's the same idea. It's like, there's always... You know, life continues. Like, the world mm-hmm. keeps spinning. At least for that a few hundred like, million years mm-hmm. until yeah, the sun expands. Yeah.
0: My favorite way of <laughs> phrasing that is actually a biblical quote, which is, you know, uh, great study wearies the flesh, or too much study shall weary flesh, and of making many books, there is no end. But of making many books, there is no end. I like that idea of the you know, the processes, the thing that you should be focusing on the... I mean, it's different from the this too shall pass, but, like, that's the other sort of big mantra for me is, like, those two things. Good or bad, this too shall pass, you you, you know, living in the moment is important because it's going to pass, but also, don't get too caught up in the moment. And right. then the other side of it is that
2: But also that process. life doesn't wait for you. Yeah. And you can really apply that to art too. So and if things
0: are no. horrible, like... Yeah, it's interesting
1: because your idea they'll, they'll of the sun coming too. up, right? It's not just like, oh, there'll be another day.
2: But it's also yeah. that things keep going. It, yeah. Yeah.
1: So don't yeah. leave guys, it don't undone. Don't sit in it. Don't, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Just move, like, move with it. Move with
1: it. Something I wish had been explained to me very young is that how to make a budget uh, no that too yeah that too that's ongoing I I never Now that we've
2: talked philosophy let's talk numbers yeah let's talk that is really
1: great no listen right when how does this work when a hydrogen atom (laughs) fuels with another fuses with another hydrogen atom it makes helium and when that occurs a photon is released you wish somebody had told you that? <laughs> I like. wish someone had told me that. The idea that the sun. That's an interesting metaphor. Right? right? That's where light comes from. Yeah. Right? Is that two things fuse together and make light. The sun, the whole, like, and the, we're made of that. Like, our entire biosphere is fueled, By- right? By those lumens, those, those, that light that travels from the sun to here is made when two things that are the same, two hydrogen atoms, fuse together. they're made they're, they're two identical things they fuse together and upon fusing, they become a new thing and create the stuff of
0: life. I feel like that's very connected to the, the some of the writing advice I wish I would gotten earlier, which was so much of like what you're trying to do as a writer is manage again, a reaction. So you're trying to do this thing on the page and do this thing with words. you do trying to do it in a particular way, and then what you're looking for is this third thing. Like there's that the structure, there's the, a structure, there's the word, mean, yeah. and there's the, but there's this third thing. And sometimes you have to pick a word you maybe, it's maybe a little awkward, but it gives you that stutter pause. That's yep. gonna, like you can't be too smooth and you can't be too raw. You know, you've got to hit some weird, like I always try to balance this very complicated structuring and subversion, like, you know, that I'm interested in doing with a kind of clean visceral engagement. Like I, I don't want to get too cerebral. And so when I fail as a writer, I think it's because I'm too cerebral. And when I succeed is like when I pull away from that, like I set like it again, up and it comes, I pull
1: away. It comes down to this idea of the sun. Like I'm, I'm serious. I wish I'd known that sooner at a distance. The sun seems complicated. Like you look at that star <laughs> shining, you're like, Whoa, what yeah. is going on there? But at its heart, it is the simplest, right?
0: Chemical elements, Right. Do you remember when um, me and Jess were editing in the corner over here a while back? She was helping me re-sort my book, and she like made me change which poem was the first poem. I remember that. Do you remember no. that? And so, no. and yeah, you that was me yeah. You backed her up, and I was she was <laughs> right. Like it's, it's, a, it's a much now. So now the first line of the first poem in the book is everyone in this poem is harmed, mm-hmm. and like. You, got, you guys, you, she was right, boring. like, it's more jarring, but it's also, it's more like what I'm trying to do. It's like looking at thing, the sun. But it's, a, it's a weird right. thing to say as like the start of a poem. Your dog missed you so much. I to steal your dog. Justin's gonna I, take your dog. Justin trying, just walked I was really in. I really
2: close just stealing her.
0: We're just wrapping up a podcast recording. Oh. Meanwhile, uh, Justin Curry just walked in. So he's the th- the, fourth, the third guest of the time. That's right. Yeah, third guest. But anyway, um, but, but I was just saying, like, uh, Justin's got a cool dog here as well. We've been, we've been <laughs> now we're
1: off topic. Just like wants wildly. to steal.
0: But, like, that thing of, like, everyone this poem is hard, it's like It's like, that, it's, that's exactly, like, what I'm trying to do in my work in a nutshell. It's like, here's the weird unusual opening to um, a poem slash a book but it's pretty direct and simple on its face it's just like a complicated idea you're kind of drilling into but it's like it's flat and it's there in your face and it's a visceral sort of smack in the face you know like and I feel like I wish that I wish I like had more advice around that's the balancing act you're trying that. to get at Yeah,
1: you,
0: you, you want to it's not all about um what you're trying to say it's not all about the reaction that it creates yeah yeah we're even just trying to set up a structure inside of which the audience can have a reaction that's theirs that's theirs you know what i mean as opposed to necessarily what i want although i might try to push them in certain directions like i think it's very much about setting up a a place where they can engage with the work hmm. and not shutting them out, where you're like a coded, like a guy who seems smart, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and, you're, and not letting them in too much either, where it's like you're just it's uninterestingly just,
1: just telling like them the what main, you, how
0: you feel. It's the main
1: criticism of most poetry books, right?
0: Yeah, like what I say when I teach creative writing is like I you know, students will always be like they're trying to express their love for their dog, let's say. And I'll say, like, now what you need to do is show me why the dog is lovely, right? Like make me love the dog. Like I understand you get you love the dog, right? And like yeah, there dogs over there. This is what like, we we're saying about the shark, right? <laughs> don't rip,
1: don't rip off the shark, right? Mm-hmm. You're ripping off the wrong thing. Like tell do get me how you got there. The emotion
0: yeah. of fearing the shark. Yeah. And all the yeah. things it's going to do to your, you know, family or whatever. Yeah. This has been writing the wrong way, where Jesse gives l- life advice that we should have gone. Yeah, we should ha- have gotten earlier. When I was, when she was zero and I was, uh, when I was 20. Now that you're 75. Now that I'm 75, I'm an old, old man on the ghost With ship my old man pants that have un- z- legs that unzip and zip back on
1: now we'll check now I'm going to turn on the AC and we'll see if it would have damaged our
0: podcast you'll know only in the last yeah now we only will know later what's your parting thoughts uh, Greg your parting my parting words of wisdom or simply uh, that you know if you're trying to create an art work just remember to leave a space for the audience where like they can come in and they can have like a place to play you're not controlling it all but you're not leaving it all a chance
1: that's good my uh... and
0: life that helps I think to have that attitude as well like you know try not to control it all but also like you know think about it <laughs> like, as we're saying like res- try to respond like choose a response rather than just reacting but also like Don't expect it to all go how you predict. You can't pre-choose your response necessarily.
1: Oh man, there's a whole other podcast episode in there. Goodbye, Justin. I'll see you tomorrow for our podcast recording of (laughs) Super
0: Pulp Science. It's a great, my favorite podcast. Nice. I just leave all that stuff in because I'm too excited half the time.
1: <laughs> How about this? The gap, which I wrote recently in my uh, notebook. I don't know where I stole it from. The gap between the present state and the desired state provides you a reason to act. Hmm. Right? We just want change. Right? We just want to change things so we do things.
0: Well, even just recognizing there is that gap. Yeah. Right? Sometimes people just get disheartened because, you know, I see it with writers all the time. Like they'll be like, "Oh, you know, I'm not like I'm I'm not as good as the people I want to be like." Like I'm reading this writer, I'm yeah. not as good as they are. Uh, and what I always say is, like, that's great that you can recognize that because that means it's super that important. Yeah, that, that's super like important. A lot of people can't recognize that, and what that means is you have taste. Yeah. And if you don't have taste, you can't go anywhere. Yeah. So you're actually like, it's a good sign, but they take it as a bad sign. I think a lot of things are like that, where it's like. In hindsight, you can look back and sort of see, like, oh, well, actually, from a different point of view, like, that's really great. But in the moment, maybe it doesn't seem great, or, you know, it's just, it's, you're not where you want to be, so you're frustrated. Well, and it so comes… You maybe have to be here now.
1: Yeah, and it comes back around to this idea of taste that we were talking about when we were talking about Miley Cyrus uh, earlier, <laughs> right, that it's not for everyone. I'm at plenty of shows. I could play you a of story song you would like. Maybe, but the point I'm making is that no, just I've favorite. been at shows where the person beside me is objectively, objectively far more talented, better at color theory, better at composition, better at everything when it comes to art and they are there and I am outselling them five to one, sometimes 10 to one, and it's based only on taste. And then yeah. the reverse is true at other shows you got a different audience. Yeah. And so you don't get to pick that. Because mm-hmm. of other people's opinions of you.
2: are none of your business.
0: Yeah, yeah. You say a great thing often, which is you don't get to decide if it's good. Yeah, it's not up <laughs> to you. Not up to you. But this
1: is a good place to end. This episode of mm-hmm. Writing the Wrong Way.
2: Mm-hmm. Do
1: you have a final thought, Jesse,
0: before we go? I think we've just come to the
2: conclusion that I just,
0: like, can't predict or control
2: anything, so just so bad. give up. Just
0: my, <laughs> my life lesson that I always return to, the universe so is try. chaos and nightmare. And we'll all be dead But, you know, nice. hey, we just had some nice food, and we going to do some fun things later.
2: <laughs>
0: later? Yeah, later. Later, no, maybe. later on. Has it been right the wrong way? I forget what I say at the end of writing wrong way all of a sudden.